This is What's the Deal, Grosiel, the podcast that explores the people, places, history, and events that make Grosiel unique. I'm your host, Ben Fote. This episode is coming out on the last day of September in 2021, and it's just in time to fill you in on a month full of activities from our Township Recreation Department. Chad Novak is always the best person to fill us in on the details, so let's get right to it. But first, check the episode notes for links to everything we talk about. Chad, I'm so glad that we have some of our unique island events to talk about this year. Thank you for returning to What's the Deal, Gross Eel. Thank you, Ben. It's good to be back and talking with you. To most people, I think they think you were just on because they, they're still listening to the Island Fest show. So I heard that at the mobile station the other day. Somebody goes, I heard that podcast that you were on. Yeah. So the, the first event that we have in October is Paint the Town Red. Yes. And that's our homecoming celebration. So how did that all get started? Well, in uh, 2014, we did something called, well, I should say, I did something called Centennial Celebration. And it was a really big success. We had multiple events going on up and down the street. And it was a lot, a lot of involvement. And, and it was a great turnout. So we took a break. And I thought, boy, paint the town red. That term is about going out and uh, having fun and kicking up your heels and and partaking in festivities. And I thought, Grozeal, red, you know, red, gray. And, and let's we should paint our town red. So that's how that kind of came about. So in 2017, we started that. Angela Sokokis was the DVA director, and it was Kim O'Farrell, the rec director. It was her first year here on the island. So we started out with a three-day event, which was exhausting. Because oh, I bet. It, it was in, I believe that year it was really cold, and then another year it was really hot. You never know what you're going to get with that October weather. That's last year was so the Paint the Town Red, this will be our fifth one this year, October 8th and 9th. And it's really just morphed into its own celebration. And uh, my good friend, Jenna Jones, she came up with the uh, hometown homecoming celebration. And I like that a lot. And uh, she's also responsible for the, the new uh, Paint the Town Red logo with the big red splash and everything. So a lot of, a lot of people like to get involved with it. But as I say, it's a small group that actually puts this production on. I mean, we went from, I, I know the Rotary and John Bergen for two years, we did the tour to Eel, which was the local island bicycle. Sure. They did. And it was a lot. And, 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 you know, we've all been throwing curveballs the past year and a half. Absolutely. So we're happy that we can do this. It's all outside, you know, and uh, when we get to it, I'll explain about the new schedule, but, yeah, paint the town red. This is the first or the fifth one, and we're excited to participate. What are the official activities that are that are put put on by the rec department? And I'm assuming that DDA is part of that too. The DDA budgets this event as the rec puts in a percentage too. But the DDA came on board uh, with Angela, and then Trish Ublin was there last year, and sure. she, you know, we had our committee for for the paint the town red. So as far as the finances goes. The costs are pretty minimal, you know, it's like some tent rentals and, and yeah. uh, you know, the musicians and then advertising. So, yeah, it is the DDA and it's the Recreation Department, Brazil Rec, that is uh, co-sponsors this event. So, Sure. What are the official, what, what, part, what parts of the event are put on directly by the, by the organization or the, the, the committee? The committee? Like, like the bands, um, the oh. stuff at Lions Park, yeah. The Lions, well, the whole Lions Park thing, 
that just seems like the perfect place. The commons is a little small to do that. Right. But remember that the scavenger hunt, I believe this is the second year, shout out to Kiwanis Club, will be doing their scavenger hunt on uh, that Saturday also. Starts at 10 a.m. in Macomb mm-hmm. Commons and goes until 2 in the afternoon. So we thought Lions Park was a really good place to, you know, have the bands and, and, and the Knights of Columbus will be doing their luncheon that Saturday. And it's also where the parade kind of officially starts out of the high school, too. So, but as far as. Uh, so, so they're vendors, they're going to be vendors again. Yes, absolutely. That'll be in the little park that sits next to the old Fifth Third Bank property. Okay. Or uh, Lisa and uh, Jeff Forster in that area. Yeah. And we have a handful of uh, vendors coming. Uh, something that people should know if you do have a nonprofit organization or one of the many clubs on Grozeal, there's no charge to come down and set up a booth. If you are not a business on Macomb Street, we welcome everybody to come down there. You can get your applications with Andrea Maloche at Township Hall, or you can call the Recreation Department at 734-675-2364. And I'm not reading from a script. Like I said, Knights of Columbus uh, from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. Uh, is their lunch. They're not going to do the breakfast this year, but they're going to be doing lunch. But when you're ready, let's backtrack to Friday because I want to touch okay. on the food and all that. Yeah, so, let's talk about Friday. Friday um, afternoon, the parade starts at 4.30 from the high school. Next to Ireland Fest, this homecoming in Paint the Town Red is the biggest one on the island. All kinds of goodies. They, uh, The school and, and the administration have opened their arms for anyone that wants to be part of that parade with the community group and stuff. I mean, I know for a long time it was just the floats and, and the sports. And, yeah. But they've really expanded, which I think is a great thing. It really excites me when I see people embracing this event. Uh, I'm going to mention Lisa LaRoe. She had something on social media the other day with her one-year anniversary for her business. And I just think and it says a lot that she's also highlighting the Paint the Town Red event along with her anniversary of her business. So thanks, Lisa. Um, so, and then that night, the game starts at 7 p.m. We are playing Flat Rock. Woo-hoo! I know everybody will be down there. It'll be a lot of fun. Between four and seven, there'll be a, a couple of food trucks on Lions Drive, which is across from the Fifth Third Bank property, and the other corner is Tails. And it is, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have this. I have, <laughs> what's really cool is the schools reached out to us and they said, hey, we'd like to get some food trucks down there. And these people will give us a kickback of a certain percentage to the school, cl- the high school classes, the 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. So, well, in of particular note, this has been a very difficult time for those classes to raise money. Normally, they do sure. things like car washes and and yeah. things that that require them to be out in the public. And it's just oh, a I got time it. to do that. Tickets and did that too. Yeah, and it's the food vendors. One is called Treats Avenue, and it looks like they have all these amazing different uh, desserts and uh, ice creams and all kinds of stuff like that. And the other one is called. Saber Latino. So that sounds like Greek and uh, some Mexican on here. Yeah. Really interesting. It's not the usual ones that we have on the island. Right. But Saber Latino and Treats Avenue will be the two featured food trucks. Part of their percentages do go to the Grosville High School classes. So come on down on Friday between 4 and 7 p.m. and support those food trucks and the high school classes. And so... As far as the the events then, do you need any more volunteers for Paint the Town Red? 
think we pretty much got it covered between the GDA people and, and the Recreation Commission. And shout out to those folks too. And you know, they always say, "Oh, the kids will come home." I says, "No, the kids are going to be so busy that weekend. It's good. Everything's running really smoothly right now. No glitches. Let's just hope for some amazing weather like we had last year." Yeah. Does drizzle or it rains, come out of the anyways and bring your umbrellas. Everything is outside. It's going to be a lot of fun. And their <laughs> bands? Are there bands this year? Yes, we have. Uh, um, we have Open Book Theater. We'll be uh, doing a performance between three and four. And then starting at five to seven, we have Holland Mercy. That is a local blues right. and R&B group. Or R&B, it's a blues group which is Andrew Johnson. He's the lead singer. He's also the, uh, what am I trying to say here? The music boosters guy too. <laughs> He's right. president boosters. So yeah, we have all kinds of music going on. And then up and down Macomb street, starting around 11 AM all through the afternoon, there are going to be scattered performers like there were last year. Like there'll be somebody in front of Perdino's and in front of the new Galindo's restaurant that was the tasty freeze. Sure. Uh, I think it's all oh, uh, uh, VFW at the VFW hall is doing a big car show. Oh, right. $3 to register your car. And they have all kinds of cool gift baskets and Barry, the guitar guy will be down there. And I don't want to miss any of the performers, but uh, there'll be people performing all up and down. We call them street musicians. So <laughs> yeah, they'll be down there starting loving, you know, and, and one will be playing at this time and another at that time. And if a group starts to form, then they'll play, you know, start playing again and that. So, yeah. And then Lions Park is like central for uh, the entertainment later on. Excellent. Excellent. And and then uh, moving on to a couple weeks later, we've got our Halloween parade. We do. He's going on with that. That is Saturday, October 23rd. The parade starts at 1030 at the high school. I'm pretty sure, no, I can say for sure, I can confirm that the real Witch Wives of Brazil will be back again. They're going to, they start practice this Thursday and they're going to be practicing every Tuesday and Thursday. I partook in that last year. I was a witch, warlock, whatever. A lot of fun. We went viral. I think we were close. You were front and center in the viral video. I had those orange stockings (laughs) on. (laughs) It was excellent. Almost 6 million views. That's a lot of Well, I think it's well over that now. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was looking at it. And then the trick-or-treating is from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. up and down Macomb Street. Everyone is welcome. There is something special. Uh, Colston, who is the uh, preacher at the uh, Northridge Church, Uh is going to be doing a trunk-or-treat over there. And they're going to have 20 to 30 cars. We are encouraging that, but we want people to be conscious when they are crossing Meridian Road. There will be volunteers out there to help the kids. Most of the kids are with their parents and stuff, but any little excited ones. So we want to promote Northridge and their trunk or treat this year. So that means there will be trick-or-treating all the way from the hardware store all the way across Meridian. So how that's over a mile of trick-or-treating. It is over a mile of trick-or-treating. And I'm sure there'll be some adult specials along the way, too, if you know where I'm going with that. Absolutely. Definitely. Oh. Well, and and of course, Keith Fazinski would would hate it if we didn't mention that they're doing a big thing at the VFW. Absolutely. It's the first uh, haunted house, but they are doing a, a haunt-friendly, or how would you say that? A non-haunt, a non-scary side and a scary side yeah so they've got two options and and they'll make yeah. it obvious which which is which there so and i know some of the things they're putting in there it's going to be really cool it's going to be a really good surprise uh, of course uh 
you know, they're going to use the pipe and drag from festival and put it through the VFW. So yeah, that's going to be exciting. So check out the VFW hall too. Um, also shout out to, um, the bike museum, the old spokes home of Grozeal. Absolutely. For both those events too. Yeah. And, and for, for anyone listening that hasn't made it into the museum there, it's, it's not open all that often, but when you get a chance to go in, it is really quite amazing. It's, it's packed in there real tight and you've got bikes from all, from just all generations of bicycles in there. My next door neighbors own that Roger and Karen Gothier and yeah. the dog and I help run and stuff. And, uh, it, it's really something to see. I think there's over 200 bikes in there, which, and it's a beautiful building. It and really is. Up and it's a beautiful building. Yeah. And if you have in their Halloween and fall decors in the window, check out the bike museum, the old folks home. It's pretty cool with the skeletons on the bicycles and all that. They Absolutely. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get them on the, on the show here, here pretty soon. So. And I will be at the parade for a hot second, but then I have to get down to the big hangar because That's we right. have a cult party. Saturday, October 23rd is Haunted Hangar Part 3. And this is a 21 and over event. Uh, the Recreation Department's putting it on. Anybody that's been in that big hangar knows that it, it's it, it's a really cool venue to do things in. Um, we encourage people to buy their tickets in advance because of catering, you know, hiring the caterers and all that. Right. It does include uh, TJ Monty Productions is doing the sound and the visuals. And I say visuals because they have this huge LED wall they put in there. There's laser lights bouncing all over the place, fog machines. It's very cool. And then um, Grotto, Robert Serge Grotto will be doing the catering this year. Um, there will be spirits, as in beverages. Jaira <laughs> uh, will be getting partial proceeds of the beer sales from this event. So that's a really cool thing, too. And then a donation will be going to the Veterans Memorial Garden. And this is all part of the October 23rd adult party at the haunted hangar all right and where do you go to get tickets tickets are available at the grozeal activity register page or you can go to grozeal um recreation.com that site should be back up in the next day or two you can buy them at tj money productions in southgate you can buy them at bearing company salon and wyandotte and you can buy them at the garado and trenton so there's three off-island locations too Wow. And I know we still have that bridge thing that we're not going to talk about in this podcast. <laughs> That's right. Somebody else about, but That's right. um, we're hoping it's going to be a good time. It's in a 40,000 square foot facility. So there's plenty of room to move and, and breathe. And I have a couple other things I'd like to mention though. Yeah, go for it. If we're in the fall, fall festival. We are doing a fall festival Saturday, October 16th, which is from one to three 30 at the farms. We have a petting zoo. Uh, children's crafts at the children's gardens. We'll have hay rides, cider and donuts, pumpkin patch with big pumpkins, not little ones, big pumpkins, uh, DJ music, uh, and children's games. That's at Centennial Farm is $5 per person at the gate. And that's a lot of fun too. It's yeah. Centennial Farms is a great uh, venue to do things. And, you know, I, I really want to say this. I am not sure if everybody's aware, but, uh, Westcroft Gardens is no longer doing their haunted hay rides. Right. And Kyle DeBose sits on the rec commission with me, and he mentioned that two meetings ago. But um, we're sad to see that go because we love going there. But that's so weather with the weather is, you know. Absolutely. So Fall Festival Saturday, October 16th. And then this is the first one we're doing now. It's called Fall Family Fun Night. This is also uh, at the farms. It's the last Friday of October, October 29th from seven to nine 30 in the evening. 
And you can come out in your costume. There'll be costume contests. We're going to show a movie out there. We're going to have bonfires and hayrides too. That is the Fall Family Fun Night, Friday, October 29th. So we have something. Oh, and then. Uh, That's every also, weekend in October. Every weekend in October. Wow. Yeah, I'm going on. So look at your new profile. I was going to hold this magazine up. And I think. Oh, yes, <laughs> um, so look at that profile magazine that came in your mailbox and try to save that. Put it aside somewhere, you know, and. And that way you can go to that for reference for all that. So, yeah, I'm looking here, golf outing on the ninth in the morning. And then, you know, we hit the uh, paint the town red and trick or treats. Yeah. I thought it would go down after summer, but it's not. Yeah. If only we had an apple orchard, you wouldn't have to leave the island all of October. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Since we made it all the way to the end of, of October, how does, I, mean, I know it's not your area. But how does how does Grosseal Township handle Halloween, um, as far as trick or treating, beggars night sort of stuff? It is. It's always on the thirty first, yeah. and I know last year it was a little. Uh, you know, there was a lot of challenges. But once again, I saw something on the news just tonight that um, Halloween trick or treating is a go. So I believe is the thirty first on a Sunday. It's on Sunday, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, those little kids are going to be all jacked up on sugar and stuff, aren't they? <laughs> they are. <laughs> What a great day to be a teacher on November 1st. Oh my goodness. Right. So I want to, I know you had asked about the township and, you know, it is always on the 31st. And I think in those letters, the the briefings you sent me, it asked about how did I celebrate? Cause I've lived here for a few well, years. Yeah. yeah. How was, how was Halloween? I've lived here almost 50 years, five yeah. zero. So we're pushing 50 years. I remember uh, I grew up in the Church Road, West River area and, and uh, Byramar Gardens back there and stuff. And right. there were always so many kids. I mean, and we didn't care how cold it was or wet. We would go from house to house to house. But I remember my dad always having shots of uh, cinnamon whiskey or something like that at the door. Yeah. Almost everybody that came to that door partook in that little shot of something. And of course, they're walking and stuff. Right. You know? Um, are we allowed to talk like this on your podcast? I we mean, can, I, whatever. <laughs> I make the rules. Because I'm pretty well known around town for my jello shots. You know? uh, yeah, so that's what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that's the number reason to join the that's the number one reason to join the witches. <laughs> well, I mean, for every event and uh and even, you know, I do things out on the water all summer long and stuff. But so I'm just wondering if maybe that was planted inside my head when I was a kid back in the day that because dad was ending up the shots of whiskey at the door. And now I'm with the vampire blood and the jello shots and all that. It always has a different name for every event. So, but yeah, I mean, I love doing the trick or treating here. We had so many old trees around in my neighborhood and the leaves and running around. And, you know, of course you were wearing masks that like sucked into your face that are 110 degrees and right. that kind of stuff. So, uh, but you know, tripping over your costume. But well, and yeah. Hills always had a little bit of a haunted element to it between the, <laughs> some of the older folks that lived up up on the you know on the shore. You know their their stories of of you know the old old man that lived in this house or that house. You've got yeah. Well, we have a ghost in my house. You know, I'm in this old mansion down here. Oh, right. Spirits, and they get kind of a little hectic around this time of year. And yeah. We- Guest this past weekend, and she wanted to hear the ghost stories. And I said, ah, I get yelled at sometimes for telling those stories, but here it is. <laughs> here he gives the friendly stories, and I give the scary stories. So, yeah. 
but yeah, you can look at, uh, there's all kinds of history of scary things from the uh, bird sanctuary up at the north end, all the way down to things on Hickory Island on the south end. So, when it yeah. always seemed to me that the the Wonderwell had sort of an element of, oh, of spookiness yeah. to it. So, yeah, besides that's, the stinky smell of eggs, it's not right. like sulfur down there. Yeah, yeah, that's. I believe there's homes being built down there now, isn't there? Yeah, I, the the place where it is, I, I don't think you can find where it was now. So, <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's all gone, but. But it, it lives on in our memory, that's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So then, you know, we, we get to that traditional part of the interview here where, where I get asked for a wish. You're going to be the first person to answer a wish twice. Oh, so, boy. Yeah. So so when, when you were on for Island Fest, you wished that everyone would have a safe a safe time and, and uh, come out and enjoy themselves, but but be safe about it. Right. So uh, do you have another wish to share with the island? It doesn't even have to do with, with any of the events if you don't want it to. I wish I'll be asked back a third time. <laughs> well, well, we'll take care <laughs> of that right as soon as we're done with this, because we need to talk about your house for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some good history here at this house. I, I think uh, a lot of people have enjoyed the events at our place here too. <laughs> that, well, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, and even before you were there. Yes. Yeah. Ran some old Oldsmobile. This was his summer home, you know, and his main home was East Lansing and that's a whole other podcast, but yeah, I wish, you know, I just wish for everyone once again to be safe and, and, and have a great season. We're looking forward to uh, openings of more than just the bridge. And uh, right. I just wish that uh, for everyone to be a little more patient and respectful of each other too. I think everyone can, can back that. That's for Thank sure. You. Yeah. So. And well, I wish we wanted to have a hauntingly good, spectacular season for the month of October, because we have a lot going on starting the first weekend to the last weekend of the month. Well, I can tell you, I, I sure hope that you, you're able to maintain your energy throughout. Oh, well, I know that you will. I hope everybody that's around you is able to maintain enough energy yeah. to get through the, uh, the rec department has to be just, uh, it, November 1st will be a day of uh, sigh of relief. I'm we sure. have events planned till next Easter to the recreation department. And we're going to talk more about those here. Not too long. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to come back and do some holiday stuff. Christmas we'll do that thing. for sure. Yeah, uh, but absolutely. in the meantime, October, yes, it's going to be a great month. Excellent. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. I, I love seeing you around the Island. I've gotten to know you a lot better the last couple of years. So, and while 20, 2020 and 2021 have had to, had to be some of the most difficult times to try to provide recreation to the island and in the township, um, I sure appreciate that you and the rest of the team have, have really gone through and not given up and you've adapted and, and made things happen. And, sure. uh, and, and well beyond that, I, I appreciate you and it's always good to see you around. And thank you. And I want to thank everybody in the community that comes out and helps. I mean, it, it it doesn't take a village. It takes an island to, to, to do this. And if I may, I'd like to give a shout out. Our three new commissioners are Keith Wazinski, Stacey Gannon, and Marissa Nicely. Also, Wendy Kearney is our secretary. She brings it all the time. Kyle DeBose from Westcroft Gardens. Ethel Yops is our senior correspondent. And, and then Kim O'Farrell, the rec director, and David, our liaison. We just, we have a great group. I, I, I just appreciate to have all of them helping me and, and being there. So thank you. Yeah. And it's been, hey, and thank you for what you did at uh, St. Thomas this summer too. With the <laughs> oh. well, 
I, I appreciate that. It was it was a lot of fun. We'll talk about that sometime um, right. at, at some point. Maybe Thanks, when Matt. it's in, well in my rearview mirror. Thank you so much. Isn't it great how our little community can pack so many things into the 31 days of October? Make sure to let Chad and the Recreation Department know how much it's appreciated. The episode notes are full of links to where you can see schedules and register for tickets. The second season of this podcast is rolling right along with some more great episodes. Check the episode notes for a way to stay in touch and share with your friends and neighbors. What's the Deal Gross Eel is a production of Fote Media Productions, LLC, and is edited by me, Ben Fote. Thanks for listening to What's the Deal, Gross Eel?